They mysteriously return without aging a day and without a single memory of where they've been. Well, Joel Gresh play, plays the Homeland Security investigator Tom Baldwin, and Patrick Pfluger plays Sean Farrell, one of the 4,400 returnees. Good morning to good both morning, of you. Good morning. When this opened up last season, it opened up to these huge, huge numbers on cable. Cable doesn't get these kind of numbers. What, more than 7 million viewers? What, you had four parts of the series or something like that? It was five. So five, something like that? The first episode was two, two hours, hours, so yeah. it was basically two episodes, so it was essentially six. Six. The was, numbers were good. The, the, the critics loved it. I mean, what, what explains that phenomenon? Was it just simply the storytelling and interest in, in science fiction? What do you think it well, was? Well, I think it's great human drama. It's, it's great storytelling. You know, when we first read the script, you know, it, it, it's, as an actor, you never know how it's going to land. You don't know if it's going to do well or not. But if, if you are attracted to it and you like what you're reading and you put your heart to it, it, it kind of fell into place. Because really what it's about is, is the, the human drama when people come in, when, these, when people are having to face the mystery of all of this. It's about the human drama of how people interact, how, for example, <laughs> your character as Homeland Security guy, trying to understand all of this, how your character is dealing with you know, the emotions of all of this. In other words, yes. you're shocked by this. Absolutely. But at my character at the beginning, uh, my son is in a coma. So I mean, here's this, this, this comet is flying towards, towards, you know, it looks like it's going to be the disruption of, of mankind, or it, we're all going to die. My son's in a coma. So, I mean, the, the dilemma of that for my character was, okay, we're all going to die, but my son, i got to right. take care of my son. Right. And then this, you know, amazing thing happens, and 4,400, you know, people come out of a ball of light they've been missing through decades. And, and, and Patrick, you're one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, your character is one of them. In fact, the odd thing is that your character is your character's nephew. Exactly. Is that right? Yeah. All right. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the hottest most creative, most motherfucking uh, informative <laughs> show on the 4400. You are listening to A Light in the Skies, a 4400 review. I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, and I have with me today, like every episode, you should already know, please let these people know who's on the mic with me today. Hey, everybody, it's Robert Jeffrey, uh, co-host of the greatest 4,400 podcast out there, um, you know, writer, freelance writer and all this good stuff, but a big fan, big fan of this TV show. Yes, yes, with good reason, has made me a fan for sure. <laughs> uh, we are on season three, this is episode two, mm -hmm. The New World Order Part Two. Uh, if you didn't listen last week, go back and listen to that. In this episode, Gary Navarro is arrested after attempting to assassinate Dennis Ryland. Also, little B plot, Isabel attempts suicide. <laughs> so, How is that the B plot? <laughs> I mean, like, oh, How is that the B yeah, plot? That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff going on, man. So, Second episode, really still kind of the first because it's the part of two. How are we feeling about just how are we feeling? <laughs> so I'm still thinking that is the between the two, you know, I guess the, the two parters. Um, I was a bit more hyped with the first one, mm, you know, okay. with, with part one, you know, whether it's the yeah. new world part one. This one wasn't necessarily a letdown, but. Mm -hmm. It just seemed um, there seemed to be more oomph behind part one. Yeah. Um, 
you know, this one, you know, you thought it was like leading to something huge. Mm-hmm. And albeit it was something big that happened, but it's kind of like there's you know, it's funny because I'm I'm watching um Superman and Lois now okay. and they had a second like big reveal mm-hmm. um up for the season. I don't want to spoil what it was, but yeah. the, f- the first major reveal of the season had me sitting on the edge of my seat. Mm. This second big reveal <laughs> for this season had me like, uh, okay. So that's 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 how I'm feeling with this one. Like this one was an okay episode. Yeah. Um, you know, with you know, nice moments with good, you know, fun moments, but yeah. that that's kind of how I felt. How about you? Um, I'm kind of the same. I honestly felt like you could have just titled this something different. This didn't have to be a part two. It could have right. been its own thing. And like it would have left episode one like good. Like, oh, that was a good, hard, mm-hmm. powerful beginning to right. this show. So yeah, this could have been just episode two. Right. Yeah. And they're um and it's 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 interesting, you know, how it just kind of petered out, you know, yeah, that quick. You know, it's just like that quick. Yeah. I was like, well, okay, uh, I guess this is how we're doing, you know, this is what we're going with, but yeah, that, that's kind of general vibe overall. I'm trying to see what IMDb said, yeah. um, overall. They said that this was apparently not the season I'm looking for. This is season three, right? Yeah, three. Yep, episode two. Let's see, make sure. Oh, that was weird. They put up they put both of the episodes together. Uh okay. seven point seven point seven. So oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. averaged out. Yeah. Yeah. One did all the heavy lifting, two was just <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Uh I I'm gonna say already, <coughs> I don't know. <coughs> Shit, my allergies, my bad. Um mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. Like It's clearly moving the plot. Yeah. But it's not as satisfying as episode one. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of things where I was like, y'all really decided to do this. Yeah. Um, I know this is like, what, 2004, 2007? <laughs> yeah. But God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I mean, you know, definitely that's one of the things that, and we can um, dig more into this um, as we you know hit these beats. But yeah, um, I don't think much has changed in terms of like the optics with some of this stuff. You know, um, it's really interesting because now I'm interested in seeing. I'm really interested in seeing this reboot. <laughs> Just yeah. kind of how they yeah. handle it because yeah. I, I do think that you know. And this is going to be way after the fact that there's a convention this weekend called Virtuous Con, and they're going to have a panel of just men and women, uh, black men and women who work on genre shows like this. Mm. You know, so you can't say that the talent is not there to kind of look at certain things, you know, look at things from a certain perspective, in addition to you know, bringing their writing talents to these writers rooms. So I'm always wondering, like, what did the writers room look like for some of this stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, more than likely, it's like, so it's uh, it's interesting. It's a, and the same thing with directors because you know, there's a lot more um, black, brown, um, Asian directors behind the cameras, um, especially when it comes to shows like this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there, I'm just, I've always kind of thought. 
where there are certain decisions made, uh, what decisions have been different if they, you know, had somebody else, you know, doing this stuff. But then also it gives me hope, you know, for the CW show. Um, so, I, you know, that we're, we're kind of dancing around a lot of stuff. Um, did you want to kind of go through the episode or did you just want to like, did, you know, what worked and what didn't? Oh, we can, we can do a, a little bit of everything because overall, okay. I'll say I did not, I don't like Isabel. I don't like okay. her. We start, we start off with the B plot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, okay, so there, um, what, what actually, though, it started off with Gary trying to get a ghost out of the, um, like he, when, he, <laughs> to get out of the in the tiniest hallways ever. What the did you hell notice was how, about? I, did you notice how small the hallways were? Yes. Like, <laughs> I, I, that really pissed me off. Because if you're really badass, you're about to kill somebody. Yeah. How are you not mapping out? The, he had no escape plan. That man literally walked out and was like, where's the elevator? He didn't try to find an exit. <laughs> he didn't try to you find. Know, you know what? What pissed me off more than anything? You can read minds. So when these <laughs> people are talking on these walkie-talkies, you mm-hmm. can't hear what they're mm-hmm. saying. Like you, ain't, you can't take off a jacket and put on like a a, a doctor coat. But I was like, man, you ain't even try. Right? He couldn't. He couldn't. Um, he could have switched the coats out because that would have required arm room. There was no; <laughs> those hallways were small right. as fuck. Like right. his arm would have gone through a window or yeah. a wall. Yeah. Um, I don't know who did the set design, but that was like very weird. It was like something out of like, you know, like a dream sequence from Beetlejuice yeah. or some shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's called. <laughs> he's called trying to kill Ryland, um, and Ryland was just jerking and yeah, and it was it was crazy. But um, yeah, so they they caught him. So then. Going to Isabel, uh, her her quote unquote suicide. Uh, so, what was your reaction <laughs> with what happened with this? She's a terrible actress. No, just, that's what my wife said. <laughs> that's what that's what my wife said. She I said terrible. Like <laughs> Mahershala did what he needed to do, and even those people, those extras standing around, they were like, no, you know, they, were hor- they were horrible too. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 they were bad. I didn't expect yeah. Academy Award from them, but like, yeah. was, I was, she is not good, and maybe she'll improve. But I do not. She gives me passions, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Yeah. like just some low budget early two thousand. Like Mahershala is going places. I mean, we know clearly, <laughs> but she's like, oh, dad, oh, what's happening to me? Like, it's like they don't. They are not definite at what she's, what age is she, mm-hmm. what understanding does she have? Because when she was a baby, it seemed like she understood more than her being a adult who's technically one or two years old. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, it's kind of it's like they're asking her to reach, you know, with this whole, you know, playing the. She's an adult, but she still is acting like childlike, mm-hmm. and. If you have somebody who's doing that, um, you want them to be able to pull it off without seeming like it's a hard, like it's a difficult task. Um, and you know, so we were. It was funny because I was talking about it with my wife, and she she said she was watching it with me, and she was like, "Yeah, she's bad." And I was like, "We've seen worse." And then she oh, was yeah. like, "Okay." It was like, "Okay," but but I think that she and that's one of the things with like looking at this after so many years. Like she is. 
she is not the best, you know, and I don't know. No. And I don't know if it's like based on what she was given. Yeah. But, you know, I just it, it, it is very apparent during the scenes because, they, you know, these, this is like an emotional um, thing that she's going through. Uh, so especially when she wakes back up. And so the thing is, is when she wakes up, her arm is bent back. Uh, shout out to the props people or makeup effects. Uh, um, I was like, there's no blood. At all, um, there was no. We only saw like a broken arm, so it looked like she had literally like fell off a bike or some shit. Yes. Um, and the, all the people standing around her, they don't. I was like, why is no one moving? Like no when Richard else. came up, when Richard came up and yelled, <laughs> they were he's like, call somebody. Yeah. And normally, like in circumstances, you might see somebody like running away, yeah. but they kept they kept cutting to like these like reaction shots. And then you know, Elizabeth, Isabel wakes up. You know, she wakes up and we know that now things are, we've always known things aren't what they seem to be with her, right, but right. but this is like some weird, like now it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really weird. No, so, um, and then it comes to the credits. <laughs> it's just like. Thankfully. But yeah. Um, so then after that, um, Sean, um, they show Sean back in the car with uh, TJ. And I keep forgetting this guy's name. I think his name was like. Know. Daniel, I keep calling him Gap Tooth, and I feel bad for doing that. But um, he's like, it's very, that's a very oh, distinct. No. Like I say, I say that with a gap in my front tooth, you know, with my yeah. front teeth. But but he's like, um, you know, these are, you know, they they still going to this whole thing of like Sean was like, I didn't give you money to become terrorists, and they were like, well, you know, we need to use this money to fight back and it's just the same discussion except this time TJ is he's he's healed TJ. So mm -hmm. there's nothing really new from this. Um anything else, you know, from this fuck scene him. in particular? No, fuck okay. him. What the hell is this man's power? That's a good question. Like, <laughs> I don't know if they're saving that for this big like Magneto style reveal, but I'm like, who is this man? Like Right. And he is not charismatic enough to be <laughs> Magneto. No. Like, this is not, you know who I wish was Magneto? Dr. Burkoff. Mm, okay. <laughs> because he actually has personality, mm. you know, or whatever. But I need some, like, that's one of the things I was telling, um, what was that? I was, it, it, there's a there's a character for, once again, Superman and Lois, who was like, mm. he's just bland British bad guy. Mm. And there's a big reveal that happens with him. And I'm just like, I don't care. Because he is not really brought in. Because like yeah. you look at somebody like compared to like Lex Luthor, you know he has he, a personality. You know there's you know yeah. whatever iteration. So the same thing for this guy. He just he's just a guy in a van, you know, in the car, yeah. like being smarmy to mm -hmm. you know to uh, Sean. But um, yeah. is what is whatever. Uh, so after that, it's uh, the scene with Tom and Gary where he's. I think they're interrogating him, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're basically and Gary, you know, kind of tells a story about because the, the big thing is um the identity of the guy who runs Nova mm -hmm. is that that person is dead. Right, and then right. Gary just kind of gives more information like, "Oh, he was a drunk. You know, I used to hang out with him in 4400 and mm -hmm. I came back one day and saw he was dead and just threw his body in the <laughs> in the what bay." Are you like, bro. <laughs> Did you like, have a plan before you like he really doesn't plan well? <laughs> exactly. Well, that was my thing. Like, so the timing of this 
is like, so did you kill him to take his identity for Nova at that point? Because the way he's describing it was this was before he met Nova. Right. And when they would have needed that identity. So he just saw this man's body and just threw him into the like, water. Don't reach out to his family. You know, exactly. like, what are you doing? I do not like... It was weird because yeah, I was just like, I was like, if this is a part of that master planet trawler building, yeah. That, but it seems like afterwards, like he joined up with Nova, and it was like, oh shit, let's use this identity way, of this yeah. guy who <laughs> just threw his ass into the water. Excuse my language, but no, um, yeah, and uh, why so would you do that. I don't like. I, I don't know, um, but then he's he's kind of talking ish to him and Dana. Um, like he's like, are you? Because he's now we know that Gary is is straight up Nova. Like he's yeah. and he's looking at um he has nothing for Intech and the government. And he's he says something about he basically wants them to know that he knows that Nova knows about them and yeah. their lives. Like he talks about the quote unquote role playing that Tom does with Alana when they yes, go into each other's heads. Yeah. And and then the thing about, well, Dana, you haven't even told Tom about Marco. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm, oh my God. I'm so, that scene made me so happy that it, I just like seeing him be able to get his fucking revenge. Yeah. Shit that yeah. happens later is like, ugh, okay, I guess y'all had to go there. But yeah. they fucked him over bad. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad he got his fucking revenge. Yeah, he was. Um, he definitely kind of dialed it up a bit when he, um, you know, when they were trying to interrogate him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah. So then there's that. Um, they cut back. I think they have a little discussion about basically the ability they need to find out about Nova. So you know that yeah. that's that. Uh, Sean. Meets up with, um, I guess the, the the guy that Jordan tried to put in place. Yeah, I'm him is Matt, Matthew Ross. And yeah, it was funny because the guy was like, "Well, I came back because we, you know, because of the terrorist attack." So, um, I don't think there's much to that except uh, Sean tells him. Well, here's the next scene. Sean tells him Isabel tried to kill herself. You know, mm-hmm. so so I guess Matthew was aware that Isabel had kind of grown ups because he didn't seem like kind of yeah. he didn't see, and that probably happened off screen, which was not a problem. Um, so when he goes to uh, he goes to Isabel before they get there, Isabel is testing her pain limit, her threshold. So she burns her hand. And then it heals, right? Is that yeah. what I, I think it heals? So mm-hmm. when Matthew gets in there, he starts talking to her, you know, ask, you know, kind of, he seems very kind of low key. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you yeah, know, I, I, you know, I tried to kill myself to save my, to save my uh, mother. Mm-hmm. And then Matthew just smacks the fuck out of her. Yeah. Um, and it's like, and his, what he, I guess, kind of explained it as is like, you are too important to for this movement mm-hmm. to be doing stupid stuff like that. The only thing that I kind of took from that story wise is that they are making this like a cult, like very mm-hmm. much so. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that. I'm gonna let you have. I'm gonna let you talk. <laughs> First of all, fuck him. Mm-hmm. I don't think the show set this up well enough because him, like one, you can say he's not surprised that she's an adult, which okay, right. cool, but. The way he's treating her, 
Yeah. Let's let's take away the fact that she's black for just a second. Just a woman, period. Mm-hmm. This is what response did you expect to get from this? Because all the testing that you did on her is when she was a baby. She became mm-hmm. an adult. You weren't around. So bringing back the fact that she's a black woman, the optics were very bad. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Like you wouldn't even do this to Sean. Why are you doing mm-hmm. this to her? And why are you yeah. doing this to somebody who I guess we don't know is maybe two years old, but also maybe 24. We don't know. So I'm just thinking like, what kind of response did you expect to get out of her? Like, is it, and then you have no relationship. Like, it'll be one thing. One, I'm not advocating for what he did, but Mm -hmm. if you had more scenes with him and her as an adult running these tests, explaining things, then maybe I would be like, okay, still you're wrong. I see what you're doing, but like, she doesn't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just, it was very bad. And there were other things you could have done. He could have punched a wall. He could have fucked up her apartment. Like, why are you, why did you smack her? And then grab her up and throw her in a chair. What was the point? Like, what, what was I supposed to get from that scene? Because I, I don't It's know. It's really weird because um, we know who he is, but mm-hmm. this is like the first interaction that he yes. has had with mm-hmm. her as an adult. And, you know, I think at least because it's been a minute since we've seen the other, you know, seasons, Yeah, he has always kind of portrayed himself as being like this kind of smarmy, yeah. you know, know-it-all. Um, actually, he's, you know, the kind of the the man, like the Wizard of Oz type of dude, mm-hmm. like he's behind the scenes kind of, you know, the puppet master. Mm-hmm. And but he's never escalated to this point. So I'm yeah. like, why, why do you have the scene where he escalates be the scene where, you know, he, it's his first interaction with this black woman. And that was the thing that kind of was like, I, I looked at it and I'm sorry, I can't separate that. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to say that it would have been better if we had had some like interaction between the two of them where mm-hmm. we had seen him. Maybe that would have, Given some context, but this shit just came out of left field. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's terrible yeah. no matter what. And then, yeah. but this is the same show that made this woman completely naked and, like, kind of yeah. sort of will they, won't they with Sean. Like, what? The, out of all these goddamn people we didn't have mm-hmm. on this show? Yeah. Like, and didn't he get rid of the, like, the drug addict, like the white girl from Under the Bridge? Yeah. Like, <laughs> these are some choices. These yeah. are some choices. That. Why would you hit? I mean, why is she not lighting his ass up? Like, she killed a racist. Thank you. Exactly. She exactly. As a baby, she killed racist. She, she's done the, you know, she, she's gone ham. You know, yeah. like you said, she's gone ham. So it just seems weird that that's not what happens, mm-hmm. you know, in this case. So it's just, yeah. like, because I was waiting for, like, I think the first time I watched it, I was waiting for, like, oh, shit, she about to, like, lose her shit. Yeah. And Watch she just fell shit. back, and she was like, oh, God. And she, I was like, okay, um, that that's that. But um, so that happened. So now he has a, that's their relationship. Um, <laughs> so then after that, I think we cut to Dr. Burkoff. Yeah. Um, talking with, um He's talking with um, Diana. Dana. Yeah. No, actually, it's I keep skipping over Dana and Marco because like that stuff just doesn't seem as important. Mm-hmm. Like Maya seems to be a non-entity this season so far. Yeah. There's only two episodes into it. Yeah. But the big big thing that I get from that is that they're they're looking at 
sending her, Marco suggests sending her to a school for the 4400, mm -hmm. which is at the, at the 4400 center. And the only thing that I like about this whole thing is that the one of the things I did like about this episode is that they are showing the 4400 um, coming together. Yeah. Like they're like, we only gonna ride with our people mm -hmm. because we we you know, y'all did what you did to us and we don't mm -hmm. trust any and that and that is further enforced with this. So yeah. Um so then Diana goes and speaks with Dr. Burkoff because she realizes what he's doing, uh, which is essentially he's injecting himself with the modified version Why? of Promias, the medication. Mm -hmm. Um so he's trying to produce Promias and basically so he can yeah. create abilities himself. Um and it show he's he's starting to feel some like side effects, but but the big thing that comes out of this is that he and Diana are going to work together. You know, mm -hmm. she's going to watch him. Is this the smartest thing? Not necessarily, but she at least says, "At least let me watch you. Yeah. You know, at least let me take care of you, or you know, so we can figure this thing out." Um, so that that's you know that's that, and also it's just him being weird, yeah. um, which is like I said, which is always fun. I always I got to show you some of his stuff from Star Trek, man. He is he okay. is this actor is he's really good. Oh, I um, like him. I like him. I don't know what what I what my opinion was of him initially because I could see myself saying, "Oh, I don't like this guy," but he is funny as hell. Yeah, he's one of the best parts of this show. So yeah, I'm for him. That's what I'm saying. People with personality. Um, there's, you have Tom and Alana, I said the role-playing situation, and once again, another, these are like the scenes that I kind of blank out on sometimes, because mm -hmm. it's not really doing anything yeah. um, to move the plot along, at least in a major way, but the other thing that comes from this is that she wants to go to a support group, or yeah. like um, at the 4400 Center. Mm -hmm. So once again, another scene where they're showing the you know, 4400 coming together and trying to be with their own, um, which I'm like, fucking, I'm here for. So, yeah, same, same. Yeah, so, uh, I, and they're still now doing the date thing, counting down to October 19th, and yeah. I think we get to the 16th. So Isabel and Sean are, are out, well, Sean is out in the that little promenade area yeah, and or the garden, and Isabel comes over and says, you're sitting in my seat. And you know it's a, it's a, it's supposed to be a playful moment, but it's weird because like I don't see the delivery sounds weird <laughs> coming yeah, from her. Yeah, and she starts you know talking. They start talking about good and evil, mm. um, which I actually I actually enjoyed the conversation between the two of them. What was weird though was this whole once again you said the awkward. It's not flirtation, but it's like I, I don't know. Like you get the feeling that something is going to happen. <laughs> Between the two of them, mm -hmm. uh, like what were your what were your thoughts about it? I don't like Isabel. I don't like what the show is doing with her because I keep mm -hmm. going back to the first two seasons. You were a baby and you were acting old enough. You just couldn't speak, and now yeah. that she's an adult, mm -hmm. they have her like a fucking acting alien. Down. Like yeah. children know about connecting with people, and then her like, oh, did we did we make did a we connection? Connect? Like, yes. What the fuck is this? <laughs> What do you mean? That's not even how a child would talk. Like this doesn't make any sense. So I don't like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's just weird. I don't know. I don't know what what I'm supposed to feel for her. Right. Um, the actress, I guess, is doing what she can. But this scene was weird. I think the good and evil conversation was good, but mm -hmm. because we got that getting slapped scene before, it's like 
this is now weird because how do you not mm -hmm. recognize this nigga hitting you is a bad like that makes yes. you a bad person. <laughs> exactly. Like, this, is not, this is like why are you not telling Sean who give you all this information yep. and you're connected with this man slap me. I don't know who he mm -hmm. is, but but that seemed bad, right? Yeah, <laughs> you up, she she should have laid with that. She should have laid with that. She walked, but she just walked in with the books, and it's the whole thing of they're trying to show her gaining more intelligence. Like but she, she did that already. Like, exactly. I mean, we already had that in the past episode. Now the writers are like, let's do it again. But um, the scene seems to be more for Sean dealing with the whole thing of because she basically lays it out for him, like you know, like well. You supported these people, but they did some bad stuff. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, the bad stuff is in is going to be good for the forty four hundred. So it seemed like this was more for him than just an opportunity for her to, you know, once again show that she is like this newborn, which is wow. weird. Her character um, is a strange one for me because yeah. there's a certain point in the series, from what I remember, where well, even as a baby, she could do anything. Yeah. So when you have somebody who can do anything, like you know, somebody like Superman or whatever, you got to make the character interesting. Yeah. But then also, you have to give them the type of conflict where it's not so easily they're not easily you know able to easily take you know deal with it or yeah. tackle it. And I don't know if it if they she's essentially like a soup. She's their messiah. Yeah. And so you're going to, I'm really, I was, I was waiting for us to get to the seasons where you see this happen and the things that they do with her character. Um, but it's, and this is just kind of the start of it. So uh, they, yeah, they, <laughs> they have that conversation. Um, they have that weird thing about, like you said, we're, we're relating to each other or whatever. Um, they go back to Gary, Tom and Diana, the show goes back and, Gary basically, well, no, they figure out, um, Tom and Diana figure out that based on the timing when Gary were was in different countries, mm -hmm. 4,400 that were in those countries or from those countries were going missing. Mm -hmm. And their, their theory is that now, and this shit fascinated me, yeah. there's this international arms race with 4,400 yeah. with, with abilities. And... Gary apparently was going there playing a spotter, and then the NSA would go in there and just like wipe these people out. Yeah. And for me, once again, that's like one of those missed opportunities where I would have watched a show about that. Yeah. Um, and and basically they say that this is what pushed Gary to Nova because Gary started, you know, realizing that he was turning on his own, you know, people. Yeah. In the worst way possible, and profiting from it, and he and you can see that, and you can see him kind of going through it in the interrogation. So, how did how did you feel about that revelation? Or... Um, I'm too. I liked it too. I feel like that was the better part of this show mm -hmm. because now I, I like having that information. Now makes you revisit. Well, one finding out at the end of the last episode that he was part of the big bad, mm -hmm. quote unquote, makes you look at all his scenes before a little differently. This added piece of information also because it felt like he was a traitor in the first episode it felt like he was like fuck it out you know this ain't the first time i've done this shit but whatever but then for it to be 
something you're doing mm-hmm. and then realize you're being used all over again and he's a black man it's like yeah of course he would want to help his people even if some of his people are white asian whatever mm-hmm. but you have me going out handing over my people to you you know what i'm saying yeah. so what happens when i give you everybody and now i'm the most powerful 4400 are you killing me next so yeah i liked it i really did i liked it i like that yeah. you know that revelation and it's Somebody needs to pick up that storyline. Shit, I might have to do it my damn self. <laughs> but yeah. somebody needs to pick up that storyline because, like you said, that's more interesting to watch that journey. Yeah. You know, I, so I love yeah. it. Yeah, because I, I always I was wondering, like, did he did it take him time to realize what he was doing, mm-hmm. or did he immediately realize what he was doing? It was like, well, shit, I'm making money. I think it's probably more the latter where they probably told him like, oh, just go, you know, read some minds and then we'll take it from there, you know? And then he figured out what to take in it from there. Because what they were suggesting was like these people, these countries, and I was like, were these ally countries or were these countries that we weren't allies with? Because literally like we're going onto foreign territory and just like straight killing people. So exactly. So there's that whole, um, you know, it's like a weird, like a Tom Clancy, superpowered Tom Clancy type of thing. Yes, you know, yes. Type of thing. My so, God. Oh, my God. Jack Ryan, yeah. but with mind-reading mm-hmm. powers? Yeah. Yes. It'll be crazy. So, you know, but, it, you know, it's, it is what it is. But um, it's so after that, they were and, – and it looked like they were kind of getting to a point where they were going to get him to, you know, start – dropping information about Nova and then yeah. um their boss walks in with two interrogators uh from that Ryland had called in and these are the guys who do the and this is this is a term people can look it up it's the enhanced interrogation and it's a lot of and we'll get into what that you know dig more into that when we see what they're doing um so they you know they come in I think it's like a black guy and a white guy like dressing yeah. all black yeah. uh fatigues or something so mm-hmm. Uh, they cut to the scene with Sean healing Lily again. Um, Richard, you know, tells Lily that they're looking into experimental treatments to, I don't think it's to de-age her, but I think it's just to keep her alive. Yeah. Um, because it seems like her body is still being assaulted by just time, you know, and every disease known to man. Um, and she gives him, so after he says that, she gives him a, a certificate where he he can take like a flying lesson or just like an opportunity to fly um, as an early birthday present. And the big thing that he says is like, well, my birthday is not for like six weeks. And she's like, I won't be here for that. Yeah. How did that, how did that hit you? Um, Hard. And you know, I, I hate to say this. I like the old woman more than young Lily. Yeah. She, she was growing on me. She, um, yeah. I wanted more of her. I'm like, yeah. give me two or three more episodes. Because yeah. even, I like this idea of, <clears throat> though she's an older woman, she's probably the same age as Richard. Like they're mm-hmm. probably well, I don't know what he was a he was a soldier wearing World War Two. Well, he? it was the Korean War. The Korean oh, War. Yeah, yeah. So that okay. would have been like the late forties, early to mid fifties. So yeah, she's probably maybe a little bit younger than what he actually is. Right. And I like this, you know, because looking at it, he's a young man who's actually very old. And she's right. an old woman who's actually very young. And that actress, I think, is really doing a good job at 
maintaining parts of the younger Lily, but also just mm -hmm. acting. Like I don't have to compare them because one or two different actresses. But I liked it. I liked her, and I really wanted to see her and her and Richard together more, and not just with the black white thing because I feel like we've tackled that. But now mm -hmm. with the age thing, yeah. like, okay, will they go to a hotel or like will people start asking questions? Does she have to say yeah. this is my 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 son? You know, like, do you say this is my wife? Like, what does those intimate moments where the outside world is now in? And also her other goddamn daughter. <laughs> yep. There's a whole nother kid out there. Yep. I just, uh, I wanted that. I really like that older lady. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, she yeah, she grew on me. Like I said, we talked the last episode that the other actress got kind of a bum rap with, yeah. you know, I'm pretty, I can't even imagine what that must have been like. They were like, well, you know, next season when you wake up, it's not going to be, it's going to be you, but it's not going to be you. Um, no. And they were like, and she was like, you're replacing me with an elderly actress or, you know, like, a, you know, they, yeah, it's, um, it was crazy, but yeah, I she kind of grew on me this episode, especially. Well, <laughs> there's something that happens where I think she did a good job, but the way that this one scene was filmed, I was like, "What the fuck did y'all just do?" Yeah. Um, so uh, she gives a certificate because she's kind of accepted her faith, uh, mm -hmm. her fate. Um, they show Maya, Dana, or Diana. Is it Dana or Diana? Diana. <laughs> Diana. Yeah, Diana taking Maya to the new school at the 4400 Center. And the woman that she is, we've seen her in previous seasons. Okay. She's like the, the obsessive. She's the, she is the one that who has drunk the Kool-Aid hard. Like she is a mm -hmm. 4,400 center. You remember Jordan slept with her. Oh, that's were, right. okay. Oh, that's wait, that's the celebrity? No, no, not the celebrity. No, remember it turned out like she, okay. Maybe Jordan didn't sleep with her. Jordan, that was when Sean, found out that this woman had a huge crush or she loved Jordan to the point of being like, it was some weird kind of cultish type of yeah, stuff. Okay. No, yeah, no, so no, that, yeah. yeah. So that's the same actor. So the big thing that I took from this is that people seem very brainwashed um, and obsessive because she, she asked the first thing she asked about is no, Maya asked her about if she has an ability, but just the way she kind of acts is just kind of weird, um, mm -hmm. just like some Jim Jones' type of stuff. But the, the, one of the things that I noticed is that when she asked, they asked about abilities, the lady says, oh, we're creating a database. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> time, to time to go. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was, mm. Yeah, like I, I'm sorry, I could, I would have found just a different private school. Like yeah, this, uh, you know, they, well, and that was the other thing that kind of got me. Okay, so I can see, um, okay, so the next scene, I mean, in that same scene, they show Alana in the support group, you know, yeah. and they're they're talking on the stage of that big, you know, hall where they, you know, have meetings or whatever. But mm -hmm. the thing that kind of, it was one of the things that kind of stood out to me is like, Diana, why are you sending your hey. daughter to a place where people have been murdered? assassinated. Oh, they have had numerous federal raids on this place. I mean, Tom was stuck in here for, what, five years or something? <laughs> exactly. Like, Within a weekend, so... Yeah, so it's like, is this a good idea to be... I understand the whole thing of, like, wanting to... And that was the other that was the other part that stood out to me is that they have classes where she could learn about her abilities. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just... I was thinking, 
there's no other alternative to this place where so much stuff has gone down. Yeah, but then you got to look at her. You got to look at Diana and Tom, who both have relations with yeah. 4400. Like, mm -hmm. I like that aspect, but it was, I'm with you, it was very weird. I was like, okay, well, she didn't do well at the public school. We saw that. You're homeschooling her. That's not really, like, she's essentially depressed. Yeah. And now you send her here, and her powers seem to work when they want to. Because, like, yeah. <laughs> how do you not walk into this room and be like, hi, boy, I know you control electricity. Like, how do you mm -hmm. not? Her, her ability served the plot. I mean, I that's the thing. Play. Yeah, like that's that's the thing. Her her abilities, and another character whose abilities are the plot are going to be, is going to be Isabel. Yeah, um, that. yeah, that's that's coming. Um, so after that, they show Gary with um, the interrogator, oh, and it's saying the biggest note that I took from this is that the guy that they had taken the lead with the torture, because this is the enhanced interrogation, and yeah. uh, if, if anybody <laughs> under the age of 30, whatever, mm -hmm. um, doesn't know about intense interrogation, you can go look it up, but it's one of those things where after 9-11, um, the terrorists or that were being captured or, I guess, um, yeah, just captured by, you know, the U.S. government, they were uh, they some of them went underwent enhanced interrogation, and essentially it was a legal form of torture, uh, and that's what this scene is supposed to show. Now, with the first with the first thing they was doing, um, it seemed like they were just hanging him up by his hands, mm -hmm. and they had doused him in water, mm -hmm. and I don't know, I think he was shivering, so I guess he was supposed yeah. to be cold, and then the guy would hit him in between questions, mm -hmm. so you know, one form of abuse. So. How do you feel about it, them having the black man take the lead of essentially beating another black man rather than having it be that white that well, white guy? It was just stupid overall. Like, even mm. if the guy had been black or white, it was dumb to me. Because my thing is, you can read minds. Like, even if you can't take the physical torture, you should be able to say something. Like, why is he not more clever than what you're <laughs> like, And he is Gary is a he was a, a baseball player. He's physically fit. Yeah, he could take care of himself. Why in the fuck ain't he whooping? Like I, it, I, I didn't like any of it. Um, with this black man, I guess that makes the most sense with optics. But like, I still, yeah. I don't think it was a good scene. And even the information they got from him was just like he can read minds. This should not be, this should not, like, this, he didn't need physical torture. Like, mm -hmm. you should have put him in, oh, I hope this does not sound ableist. If it does, please call me out. But you should have put him into a space with a bunch of people, maybe even um, uh, mentally insane. And I hope that's not, if it is, call me out, please. But like, in a space where you're overwhelmed with thoughts. So now, mm -hmm you're begging to stop and not just all coherent thoughts. Like, cause so this physical stuff is cool, but if they were doing it to Tom, that would make more sense. So this thing, mm. I can see, and I, I hadn't even thought about it like that. It's like, why not tap more into the fact that this guy has abilities, mm -hmm. you know, in, in terms of, you know, definitely like, you know, messing with him. Yeah. Um, 
I think so. As far as the optics with the black guy being the one that leads, that led the charge, um, part of it is I think they're getting away from the whole thing of like, you know, no, don't let it be the white guy, you know, that from their perspective. <laughs> um, and but the other thing is, there are people in the military of color who will do stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. They follow the the creed, you know, yeah. a, a lot. They they follow it to the letter. Um, if you want, <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna say that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, but there are people like that. I mean, like we, you know, one of the, you know, we talk about it with cops. Yeah. You know, my brother would tell you straight up, like some of the worst encounters with police officers he's had here in Georgia are with brothers. You know, with black cops, and yeah. it's like that scene from um. Boys in the hood. Yeah, I was just <laughs> it's like boys in the hood. Yeah. Like you know, they got to play a role so that they can be seen as you know at least some, you know some you know people in the military and then some police officers so they can you know be seen as being a part of the brotherhood. But um, yeah, it was it was an interesting, it was a weird scene. Um, but I think that they just they were showing to the lengths to which they were going to break him. Um, in between these two scenes of him getting tortured, um. Sean talks to the guy, you know, the the Nova leader, and then he's like, I want more money. And Sean's like, you know, I can't get further into this. And he was like, you're already in it. And, and it's all this stuff. But the other scene they were doing was, see, this is the technique I've heard about mm-hmm. where the, um, the simulated drowning. Oh, the waterboarding. And yeah. Waterboarding, yeah, yeah. And um, I think that's when... Tom runs in as the white savior. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom ran in. He what he ran in. He said, "Get your hands off this black man." <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, so know, actually, I was I I felt better about the physical torture that was the waterboarding over yeah. him because I'm like that's that was his mind. Right, and it was, it, it, but still, but like my wife said, and like I said, I don't, I don't follow various methods of these right. types of interrogation. <laughs> but the one, yeah. the ones that I've heard about on in fiction, but then also in real life, is yeah. the waterboarding. Like yeah. I've heard about the waterboarding. I've heard about this. Actually, ties into what you were saying. Mm-hmm. They will take. Um, you know, captives or cat, whatever, put them in a room mm-hmm. and it would be like a sensory deprivation that yeah. like they will blast like rock music, yeah. like loud music to the point where mentally you are being fucked up. Yeah. Like, so imagine if they had done a variation of that mm-hmm. where it was just like the collective thoughts, like yeah. said, of a bunch of people. So that mm-hmm. would have been a little bit more, but they was just like, fuck it. We, we on, <laughs> we, we on schedule. Right. We, ready we, got extra. we need three people in this thing. <laughs> exactly. Right. He's like, this brother seemed fit. Let's just take his shirt off. And <laughs> hang it up, throw yeah. water on him. Be like, Oh, it's cold. But, yeah. um, yeah, so he, you know, so Tom comes in and saves him and says, we're going to take over for now. Um, then we cut back to Matthew and Isabel. Uh, oh. Are they trying to make it Ike and Tina in this case? Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. So Matthew was on the phone and he says, we knew this was going to happen eventually. Um, something, something handle him. Mm-hmm. Um, did you read anything into that? or Jordan, that Jordan is back. And he's got yeah. Well, yeah. they showed this picture. Fuck it. They actually showed his yeah. picture. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, honestly, but who else could it have been? Even if they didn't show the right. picture, who mm-hmm. else could it have been? Right. 
Right. And so Isabel comes in with this half hearted, you know, thing of like, you know, like, you know, you're bad. You know, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Yada, 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 and all this stuff. And then Matthew's like, okay, well, uh, let me let me check your pawn or some shit like that and gives her the ability. He's like, hey, if you feel the way that you feel and you want to kill yourself. Uh, I have this magic potion for you. <laughs> What's the, like glue and milk? Like what is this? What is this? He gives her a syringe, and and I'm just like, okay. Um, I don't think he even said what it was, but and then so that's her once again. This is such a B plot. I did not give a fuck about this because like like it's like he's playing mind games with her to bring her around for him to manipulate. And um, and so I don't know. It just it was weird. I didn't I didn't care too much for it. So the rest of the episode for her is spent trying to figure out if she wants to take her own life to save her mom. Did yeah. you Did you have anything else to add to that? No, that's just silly. Like, why is this syringe already in this like Tiffany's box? Exactly. That's how they roll at the forty four hundred. I suppose, but goddamn, you just walking around with this. I, don't know, it, right. I, I think the show didn't do a good enough job at bridging the Matthew mm-hmm. 4400 Isabel thing. Because I remember him running tests on her as a baby yep. in the daycare. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't feel like, and I could be wrong, but we never got a clear, even if you don't give me the specifics, it never felt like, oh, she's going to grow up to do these. Like, I right. never you, felt, you had no way of knowing. She yeah. had no way to know that she's right. the baby. Like it's, it's <laughs> I don't like them together. I don't like yeah. Isabel right now. Um I, Matthew can kiss my ass because I feel like there's so many other people. Like, how are you not on Maya's? She knows the future. Yeah. Why are we not like I don't know? This is weird. Now he um that um and the guy who plays Matthew, I pulled him up on IMDb. His name is Garrett Dillahunt. Uh, fun fact for everybody who is going to watch that uh, Zack Snyder movie, Army of the Dead. Yeah. He he plays a guy. Um, he's in the movie as like the skeevy. Mm. Um, he, he he has an alter, you know, alter, you know, kind of playing the same role. It seems okay. like. But um, I love the like the actor is he's been in a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Like um, but he it's weird because like seeing him play you know this a hole. Yeah. But he, I mean he does it well. But um, yeah, and I don't care about that. And the other part of that was like you only show up when Nova starts making noise and pretty much killing everybody who has something to do with the inhibitor. Yeah. But you don't you don't show up when Sean called you all screen and says she grew the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. He probably should have been here in the first episode. Um, so yeah, so Burkoff, um, and um, Diana, um, my favorite line for this was like, I had a clean cup somewhere when he's uh searching around his like dirty house for um, a coffee cup, but um, she. I, I don't know if this is a scene. No, he showed her the lesions in the earlier scene. But basically, this this is them just starting to work. That's all. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't much really about this. Um, next scene is Tom, uh, their boss, and Diana. Mm-hmm. They are talking about the fact that the NSA 
took Gary away so they could do more interrogations and mm-hmm. get information. Um, and I, the part, <laughs> I always keep coming back to Black Lightning. Um, Mina, <laughs> their boss basically, because they keep yelling at her, and I know they're yelling at her because they ain't got nobody else to yell at and they're pissed yeah. off. And she essentially is like, get on my ass. Like yeah. everything you just said, I told them. So like, yeah. you know, just just calm down. Like like I told you, when Gammy turned around, I said, shut the fuck up. Yes, I love that. <laughs> the best part of the whole series. Yeah. He yeah. was like, I do every fucking thing here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and he can't get that woman. Anyways, um, he didn't even get he didn't even get the love interest in the last episode. That, was, about uh, that. that was frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so they go back to Isabel and Lily. Uh, Lily is one of the things I noticed about and that basically in the scene. Lily goes to Isabel, tells them that they're going, her and Richard are going on to see a doctor to see if she can get any help. And she gives um, Isabel her wedding band. And it's a sad moment. Um, so what did you what did you take from the scene? Like, was it emotional? Was actually, it effective? I, it wasn't emotional for me, I, I, mm-hmm. but I understood what it was supposed to be. And I did yeah. really like this scene. I'm yeah. mad that the Isabel actress is not great at this yeah. time because that could have been a a much richer scene. And when I first watched it, I was like, okay, she gave her the thing, but whatever. And then we realized, you know, when she talks to Rich, when Isabel talks to Richard, not Isabel, I'm sorry, um, Lily talks to Richard, what's going on? But watching it back, mm-hmm. it was so. It actually is a powerful scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because she's not just like giving you this wedding band. She's essentially telling you goodbye without yeah. saying goodbye. And I don't know. I like this one mm-hmm. really more than any other scene with Isabel in it. And I just, it's this old ass white woman. She really did what she needed to do. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I really did. I, I liked this scene. I think they both did really well, um, some more than others. And yeah. I, I think in this episode, it is the most perfect scene for me. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, she, um, and this is Tippy Hedron. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, shit, shit, from, um... Yeah, where Alan, I mean Alfred Hitchcock, Edron. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I did not. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't even realize that was her. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, they got some Hitchcock, um, right. you know, people. But they also said she also worked with Ed Wood uh, Jr. So, um, one of the worst directors. If if you've never seen an Ed Wood movie, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Oh God, yeah, he's it's he, he's a horrible director, but it, his stuff is fun to watch. Um, so yeah, so that's that's actually why I probably kind of came around to her because she is she is a good actress. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's an emotional scene because you know that she's saying her final goodbye goodbyes. Um, but then also, um, one of the things that I picked up on is that it seemed like they were dressing her like Lily. Yeah, if you notice her style yeah. of dress, you know they they kept they yeah. mm-hmm, they kept the bob, and then also like she, I think she did a good job, and you mentioned this before with the mannerisms, you know, mm-hmm. with her. Um, so I, th- you know, that um, I don't know. I keep going back to like Lightning. Let me not. I think right. she did. She you know she she actually did good as um Jennifer. 
the um before they turned her into like the um <laughs> whatever before they the route that she did. But um, see, man, I miss I miss being on Black Lightning so much with <laughs> the reviews, hey. man. <laughs> hey. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she. But that's that. She they did it. It was another another solid kind of a good case of her mm-hmm. trying to you know play the same role. Um, they sh- and when she's leading, so Richard takes her out to the car to Lily. Um, Lily out to the car and Richard says it must have been something like it must have been bad to tell her goodbye and then Lily says you're the one that has to tell her the truth yeah and so that's why she was just like I fear more for what you you're gonna have to go Mm -hmm. so you know it was like I said this was one of the you know better kind of storylines I felt Um, so (laughs) I don't know like when I see certain how things are done, it makes me wonder like were they trying to wrap shit up or was it a budgetary right. thing? Because the next thing was bootleg as fuck. Um Gary is broken out of his like security detail, but the way that it's filmed is that you see him in the back of a car or a van with the mm. with the NSA agents, and then like you hear a car crash, and then the camera just starts shaking. And nobody yeah. can see me on camera, but like mm-hmm. I'm shaking my hands around like yeah. it's the worst shaky That's cam. Exactly it, yeah. And and I do not believe they flipped this car over, <laughs> or if they did, I, I don't know. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. And that might not have been the car they were in at that point. Like probably, not, probably like- not. A piece of the set that they didn't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then, like, from Gary's perspective, then you see Nova, the leader of the Nova group, mm-hmm. looking in, and he and he gets him. I was actually happy for Gary because I didn't want Gary to keep getting um, fucked over you know, by the NSA yeah. or whatever. But it was a weird – it was just like, okay, I guess this is how we're doing this. It just didn't seem – it didn't seem – done the right way or the best way possible. Yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. Um, and I think we, so from there, Tom is now arguing with Dennis Ryland, ter- telling him, like, if you had kept him here, <laughs> we could have kept interrogating him mm-hmm. and he wouldn't be, you know, now free. Um, and then Ryland is like, uh, make America great again. Yeah. All this shit. Um, then we cut to Sean and TJ. Um, Sean TJ goes to meet Sean in the at the park to get this money that Daniel. That's the guy's name. Daniel mm-hmm. had demanded earlier, and then <laughs> you see her get shot in the neck with the dart. Um, and so Sean basically told Intac. Now I'm wondering how much Sean told Intac. I don't think he told him like his yeah. his full extent. Yeah, you know, in it, he couldn't. First of all, TJ looks very butch in this scene. Just the way she's walking it, out, it was like I'm. I mean, I'm all for representation, but God, that was like, is it the same TJ from before? But whatever, that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it was. You know, Sean ain't told them the whole truth. Yeah, which I feel like Sean is really fucking up. Like you are the Professor X of all this mm-hmm. shit. How have you not already got a database together? Know who your two players are. So you could ha- like, what the fuck does Dennis do? Like, wh- is he immune to other forty four hundred powers? Because a lot of choices are really weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's well, no, no, fin- no. Finish your thought. No, no. I mean, that's just I just a lot of stuff that like for one, 
Gary should have just snapped Rhonda's neck. Like, why am I putting something in your IV? Why not just choke you? Why not shake you and wake you up and say, nigga, it's me? And then just snap his neck. I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't Damn. know. Well, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it's, they still have a, what do you say? Um, yeah, they, they still have to make a TV show. So you have yeah. to, there's, um, I'm hearing myself echo a little bit. Okay, here we go. But, um. So a part of that um, was like, well, let's heighten the sense of um, suspense because mm. that was when the call came through that Gary, you know, they knew who what Gary had done and mm. you know he was the bad, you know, just all the good stuff. Um, as far as for Sean, um, he is still young. That's part of the. That's part of the thing. Yeah, but I know we've been two seasons into this. Yeah, we've been two, and and also they did give him the Godfather shot, where he was in the office. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So he, yeah. so he shouldn't be so naive. Um, I think I I like the idea of Nova, but the other part of that was like Sean. There's a better way of doing this versus going. Sideways. I mean, you could have a a security force at your place. Yeah, like you could, you could, you could do that. But for him to give money to an organization that wasn't necessarily going to answer to him all the time, hey. or just like a you know something that was like off the books, because if you're doing stuff off the books, then you know that's an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is he is kind of naive when it comes to this. But you know, I mean, he he they have this whole thing of him wanting to do you know, good, you know, for his people. Yeah. I think the and the other thing is people have been undercutting him ever since he got into power. Mm. Like Matthew, Matthew has his own agenda. They don't yeah, even know, they didn't even tell him about Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sean is like this figurehead who moments, he has his moments of being like, this is, I'm going to be the face of the 4400 and a leader. Mm-hmm. But then he does kind of stupid shit. <laughs> you know, just like, mm-hmm. and it's kind of this weird thing. So I think they're supposed to, you know, they're trying to suggest to us like, well, he is still kind of young and naive. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but we're, we're two seasons into like a, a world yeah. of super powered people. <laughs> Bro, when is he going to grow up? Like this not right. from my dad died and I got to help farm run <laughs> you are in control of so many superpower people like what do you mm-hmm. know across the world yes across, <laughs> across the, the world there's no one well no no the kid remark fuck that you have the amount of money that you can pay a noble yeah. group so no yeah I, I don't fuck all that you are <laughs> a menace yeah it's crazy um so they're um so then after that, we have um, Daniel, October 19th. We actually mm-hmm. hit October 19th. Um, they said the country, they're aware and intact. The country is on level red alert, level red alert. And I'm like, damn, that, yeah. you remember those days? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, like, I do. You turn Lord. to CNN, it's like orange. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? Like, it's crazy, man. That took me back. Level yes. red. Um Tom, they show everybody, basically everybody, all hands on deck. So they show everybody at the, um, you know, just on, you know, ready, high alert. Mm -hmm. Tom's falling asleep. And then, you know, the news hits that whatever Nova did happened. And all that Nova did was they went to 
a arid desert land, not a desert land, basically where crops weren't growing. Yeah. And I want to say, I want to say, I think they kept calling it. Where was it at? It was in Africa. It was like, um, not, not oh, don't let me get the butcher and shit. Um, Nile, oh, Nile, no, uh, Nubian Desert. Nubian Wait, Desert. So is that no? What the hell is that? <laughs> exactly. That sounds like Wakanda. Like they yeah. um. It was like, they just, mm -hmm. Oh no, it's um the Nubian Desert is in the eastern region of the Sahara Desert. So okay. it's it's an actual place. So it's um between it's in northeastern Sudan, uh Eritrea, and between the Nile and the Red Sea. Mm. So so it's an actual place. So it's an actual okay. place. Come on. Um so they did their homework for that. So yeah. basically they're saying that they're um they turn this arid land into like an oasis. Like it, you know, they water is, you know, there are trees sprouting mm -hmm. out their crops there. There's water. Um, instead of like, you know, basically, you know, what do you say? Peeling muffin, ca muffin caps back, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> you know, instead of like clapping or killing people, um, yeah. 4400 showed that we are going to be the peaceful change that's going to better this world. Mm -hmm. um, now, we, we did kill like six people, <laughs> you know, in retaliation I mean, because of what they did to us. But this is what we'll do. And actually, I like that because I, it, you didn't like it. Okay, I so I, no, 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 I'm sorry. With the show, I liked uh, it. But with oh, yeah. the show, I was like, I was more scared than if they had a blown up a building because I'm like, Mm -hmm. How can I trust as a regular civilian? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How can I trust the food I eat if y'all can turn a desert into mm -hmm. a fucking wonderland? Like, yeah. yeah, the food is good, but what does that mean? Do you then mind control me a year later? Like, I was like, oh, this is more terrifying. Yeah, than if they had yeah. to blown some shit up. So, yep. So well, that, and that's and that's what I think. You know, there it's one of those things where Nova's like, okay. This is what we can do because they weren't doing this shit for you. They didn't right. have the ability to turn this into like a Garden of Eden type of spot. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the technology is not there. We are it. Yep. So you can either ride with us or you can be one of the six, you know, yeah. whatever. But it's kind of like this giving the carrot and the stick type of deal. Mm -hmm. And that's why I like the ending. I like that October 19th wasn't what we had expected. Yes. You know, so um, and that's what Tom says. He's just like. He says something to the effect of um, they showed everyone that they could change the world mm -hmm. and and they essentially did, you know, so, um, so that, that's October 19th. And then we saw, we see Sean watching the same news coverage and Daniel calls him and says, you know, he basically threatens him, you yeah. know, like you, you turned on us and um, you know, whatever he said, he just, he gives him a threat. Uh, they show Dennis watching the news coverage Looked like he had egg on his face, which yeah. is funny. Uh, Dr. Burkoff is, yeah, they show him doing his best Jeff Goldblum impersonation from The Fly. Mm. Um, he He's losing teeth, mm. you know, so he's, yeah, so he, he's, you know, like bloody tooth falling out of his mouth. Mm. And and I think the last thing they show, well, I mean, as far as, well, they, they show Tom and Alana, uh, taking, you know, doing the whole, I'm not going to keep calling it role play, but basically <laughs> going inside of his mind. Yeah. Um, and he, he's going back to a simpler time when, when child was a baby, Yeah. you know, and that's, um, you know, that, that was kind of heartfelt or kind of yeah. sad. 
Um, <laughs> and so then we see, I put in my notes, Maya going to the Xavier School for Gifted yep. Youngsters. Yeah. Um, and you see the kid from the first episode. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like I like I like the callback, and he he's like showing off, you know, with his abilities, mm-hmm. um, with the electricity. I can't. I wish I could remember what his name was because they did show up. Um, Tyler, it's Tyler. Yeah, so Tyler, um, and then Isabel says, uh, "Screw death," and screw shoots out the um, the glue or the liquid, you know, out of her. She is gear. silly. It was it was a weird moment because like she essentially did say like you know fuck my mom but um, she I don't know like it was it was like did do we see enough in her journey? Nope. nope. Okay, that's okay. There you go. Nope. Because nope. I was thinking like her liquid and Lily should have had like even with Lily being an old woman, they mm-hmm. still should have had more family time yep. doing regular shit like just yeah. sitting down eating, learning about each other, telling like because it. None of the none of them felt connected. It felt like Richard knew Lily, Lily I knew Isabel, Isabel knew, but it didn't feel like they were a family unit. Right. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that. That I agree with. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they didn't handle their family relationship because remember she got her own apartment. Right. <laughs> she with the quickness. <laughs> yeah, she got her own apartment at the uh, at the place because like she would have had her own room as a baby. So yeah. they could have just moved a, a bed in there, you know, from one of the other I mean, places. Yeah, they didn't have enough family time. And I, I honestly think, even if I didn't like the actress playing older Lily, I still mm-hmm. think this arc of them three should have lasted at least three or four episodes. This was made sense. quick. It was now they quick. said, they was like that Dave Chappelle sketch, you know, with the uh, wrap that shit up. Yeah. Wrap that up, B. No, that's, that's <laughs> exactly it. No, they said wrap the shit up. And um, Lily and Richard have actually driven to the cabin where they had stayed. Yeah, which was nice. Uh, And, you know, they're sitting in the car. You know, Lily's just like, let me just rest a moment. And they're talking about when, you know, the night that Lily had her baby, um, had, you know, had um, Isabel. Mm -hmm. And so this is what gets me. Um, They're talking. And Lily, I think Richard picks up the conversation, like his his memory of it. Mm -hmm. And they show a shot of Lily looking at Richard. You know, she's she's still awake. You know, she's she's still awake. Uh And then Richard, Richard is talking. Uh And then they cut over. And uh, Lily is dead, right? Yes, dead in and, the corner. <laughs> I was just like, wait. <laughs> we didn't, there was no. Yeah. This it shit was sudden. No. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, the, the example that I always give is in Tyler Perry's um, uh, uh, Daddy's, Daddy's Little Girls. They went to go visit the grandmother, and I don't know if she was talking to the kid. I think she was talking to Idris Elba's character. Yeah. And she says she says to him, she says something to the effect of like, you know, you got to take care of them girls because, baby, I'm not going to be here for much longer. They cut to the next scene, and they lowering her damn cap coffin into the ground. So whoever directed this scene took, you know, Took either vice versa. Tyler Perry took from that, or they took from Tyler hey. Perry. They said we got wrapped this shit up. We, 
<laughs> this was terrible, man. Like, you, why couldn't you just follow them driving down the highway and right. they're talking? And then she like sleeps and he's like, Oh, we here, baby. And she's like, Oh, Lily, please wake up. We like it, that yes. really was like, Let's stay here a, a minute. Like, I mean, it's not the fact that she died, that shit was like quick. Yeah, it was quick. Oh man, it was quick. And I don't think it didn't. What were you about to say? No, I just think because her and Isabel were tied. So see, this this show really dropped the ball. Like I feel like Isabel. Okay, I'm about to try to rewrite this real quick. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, yeah. Isabel, I feel like if you make aged her up and you age up Lily and you give Isabel no powers, but maybe she's a little bit stronger, and mm -hmm. you have her and um, Matthew meet Matthew's mm -hmm. rude to her. Everybody is really like not they scared of her or they nasty to her. So by the time you get to this point and you actually do a good job of sending Lily off to the afterlife, that's when I think Isabel Power should have kicked in and she should have whooped Matthew's ass. Like, or she would have went to start to put that shit in her arm because she's like, fuck it, it's not worth it. Lily uh Lily dies and then like she shatters the syringe. By accident, because now um, I just feel like this was this was so disjointed. This was very yeah. not good. <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, like you said, it wasn't. And we and we said that in the first episode. I I was weird. Like I was getting a weird vibe off of the actress who was playing Lily. Mm -hmm. And in this one, I kind of felt for her more. So it's actually yeah. making me want to go back and watch the first one to see if like she really, if maybe I missed something or whatever, yeah. because it seemed like disjointed. Um, and I felt that. She deserved better than yes. like five seconds, and she's like sleep dead. Um, yes. Yeah, when that happened, I laughed my ass off, which Hard. was I was like, man. But and, um, my thing is, okay, Richard, what you gonna do with this dead white woman? And you are nowhere near the forty four hundred. <laughs> exactly. You got? Are you driving her back? Are you burying her here, like, bro? What do you think you killed this woman? You can't kill this my wife. Cause then you gonna show a picture of Lily Young. It's just <laughs> things were not that different in the early two thousands, early mid two thousands. Oh, brother! <laughs> there was um, there's a. I'm sorry, fucking. This is a spoiler no. for like the third season, I think, of Daredevil. When they, whenever season they introduced Bullseye. Oh yeah. There's a part, and my my wife and I laughed because we got this sick sense of humor. Yeah. He drove up to like the major. There was like a party or something. It was like where the big fight was gonna happen, mm -hmm. and he had killed somebody. But he rolled up to the security station with the dead body of the person that he had killed in the passenger seat, and this guy and Bullseye was so far gone. Yeah. That he was just like treating. When the person looked in the car, he was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And Bullseye was like, "You gonna let me in?" Yeah. And my Mind. <laughs> that's what I see when you say that Richard driving back to um, the forty four hundred center. Um, I yeah. might have to that scene. I might actually have to watch that scene with Der with uh, Bullseye. Mm -hmm. uh, shout shout out to the actor whoever played that role because he was insane, man. He um, yeah. that man was disturbed. <laughs> he was gone at that point. Yeah, but um, yeah. but um, <laughs> rest in peace to the Marvel Netflix I mean, universe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wish sure this ain't in that same universe. Um, that would be great. Right. He 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 did well. Yeah, but goddamn. Yeah, it was. 
It um, it just didn't. It was weird because like I have more emotional weight from her scene with Isabel, mm-hmm. and then um, Richard and her walking out to the car. Yeah, and even up to that point, I mean, I think the little interchange between the two of them wasn't bad, where they're like reminiscing because she's still doing good, but that just like abrupt as death. Yeah, was just it was weird. They are the first family of the forty four hundred. They exactly. Bro, they should, yep. yeah. They really dropped the ball. Because, I mean, you're going to yeah. do what you want. This show's been off for years. But, like, I'm brand new to it. So, mm-hmm. I was just like, man, y'all really dropped the ball. Like, even if you were going to replace Lily with another white woman, her same age, mm-hmm. they've already been established as they are the family. Scott, mm-hmm. uh, Scott, Sean, Kyle, and Tom ain't even. <laughs> <Scott. laughs> right. They're not even, like. They're so disjointed. Like, this is the only family unit and a family full of 4,400s. Like, yeah. Ah, they dropped the ball, man. It's crazy. Um, Because mm-hmm. one of the things I wanted to see was, and I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, mm-hmm. is um, their, just the timing of like him being on this show. And when his, like, when did his career like blow up? You know, like, I'm trying to remember what movie was it that, because he was on this from, like, 2004 to 2007, and I'm just like, what movie was it where people were like, man, this is, this is that dude? Well, I do know him on House of Cards. That's when he got on my radar, and that was 2013. Um, Before that, so, like, 4400, 2004 to 2007, then... Maybe Roxanne, Roxanne, twenty seventeen, the Batman, twenty. Nope, that's not it. I really jumped ahead. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing. I mean, he was on Alphas. I don't know if that. I never watched it. So, man, Alpha Alphas is another one that's in the vein of um, forty four hundred. How many it's seasons? Like, do you know? That was one. I mean, that was. I think it was just like one season. I mean, wait, no, actually, no. And that was the one with Malik Yoba. He was oh, on yeah, there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, um, no, this was, was no. Oh, it was two seasons. It was two seasons, but I, I you know, I've always kind of wondered like what was his breakout? Because like I remember him, House of Cards definitely, but you know, we I go back with him to the forty four hundred. Mm-hmm. And anything before that, I can't really in in between forty four hundred and that, mm-hmm. I think he, he did the Benjamin Button movie. Mm-hmm. The curious yeah, the curious case of Ben. He was in there. He was in there. Okay, I don't remember, but um, I just remember um, Taraji. Yeah, maybe it was Alphas or The Hunger Games. I, I know, or maybe it was House of Cards. Actually, that's what it was for me. It might have been House of Cards where he started, and then he was also in Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now Moonlight for sure. But yeah, that's uh, and damn, that's right around the same. Oh. So he had to have done Moonlight while he was also doing House of Cards because Moonlight was right. 16. His appearance from uh, House of Cards was 13 to 18. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And then Benjamin. Um, while we're talking about it, another show? Huh. The Manifest on Netflix? Have you seen I that? I got it. No. See, I, that started. Whoa. Yeah, I'm going to start. I, I'll start that soon because that keeps Ooh. the season, the new, the new seasons are still popping up on NBC. Oh, they're still coming? Oh, see, I just started last night, mm-hmm. and I, I saw the preview, which for audience, for those of you who don't know, it is a you, you get a family on an airplane, 
you get a woman point of view, a young white woman, maybe 29, and yeah. she's on the plane with her family, her brother, her nephew, and they, they it's regular. They pull the plane over. Um, they stop before their destination. Uh, everybody gets off the plane. This black man yeah. who was like a police officer, I think, he comes up like, hey, where's so-and-so looking for the pilot? They're yeah. like, what the fuck going on? He says, well, um, you guys took off, uh, I don't know, 5 p.m., November 13th, 20." 13 it is now um december 8th 2018 so they've oh, been in the shit. air for five years and so that alone i was like even yeah. if this show is not good like acting mm -hmm. well i have to watch it i have right. to and i watched the first episode no spoilers but they handle it it's very much given 4400 and the snap in the avengers universe it's given that yeah it is very grounded because nobody has yeah. superpowers but I really enjoyed that first episode, specifically mm -hmm. the event. Yeah. Because I like the way the show handled. I just I just think it's worth at least watching the first episode at the very okay. least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to I have to check it out because you know, after um and this is a whole nother podcast that we can kind of delve hey, into, but after on. yeah, after Lost. Everybody was trying to get that big event mm -hmm. mystery type of television mm -hmm. show, and you know, Lost did it as well as it did. I mean, it did it really yeah. well. Like, and it's but it's funny because like, you know, Game of Thrones has that has had that same effect. Everybody's looking for the next Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. You know, what is going to be the next like big you know water cooler fantasy? Well, yeah, yeah, not so much, but yeah, yeah, that type of thing. So I there was a while ago where I did a list of um. The top, my top, um, I, I think I did top five or top ten um, shows about people with abilities, which isn't about uh, superheroes. Okay. And we can, I can actually, I'll share that with you. But, you know, have the link so I can put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can share the link. But it was stuff like Chronicle, mm -hmm. uh, Alphas was on there, the forty four hundred, um, and there's another one. It's not even abilities. It's that. Um, it's just like this more grounded sci-fi thing. Like there was this, a sci-fi vibe, and there was one show that we were watching this um, this year. My wife and I called Debris. Um, Debris, Debris is basically yeah. Debris is about there's a an alien ship um, either blew up, something happened, and the debris from the ship crashes onto the Earth in different um in different parts around the world so there's this team of it's like fbi it's a one's a cia agent and another one is an mi6 agent from britain mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they go around investigating different occurrences uh that happen around this debris because the the, the debris from the alien spaceship is having an effect yeah um on different places on different things and it's kind of like it gives you an x-files type of vibe yeah but yeah 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 but debris is and where that wound up this season was really good so um yeah and it's and right. and what's what's funny is most of these shows that we're talking about <laughs> are filmed up in canada yeah <laughs> like yeah. a lot of these shows it like to be cheaper it has to be just yeah yeah like and I was, I was watching, I've been on like a Stargate kick for a minute. And like I said, yeah. we're getting sidetracked, but the <laughs> one of the places from like Stargate Atlantis that they mm -hmm. visited was the 4400 Center. Mm 
Really? <laughs> yes, they they I've seen that set in three other or four other different Oh no no okay. I thought it was in the show. Oh no 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 no. no they, like, they, that's the crossover for show. No, no, they've yeah. used that they've used that set. So I you know one of these days I really want to get up to Vancouver just to kind of see what it's like up there because mm-hmm. it seems like there's a lot of stuff that's filmed up there, but like you said, it's because it's cheap. But yeah, there's a lot of these grounded sci-fi shows which are you know, a little bit more real. Yeah. Uh, and one, you know, that we could we could put together a list of and talk about, but it they all fall within the realm of something like the forty four hundred. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, so but um yeah, yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to do that. And I'll check out Manifest. But um so is yeah, and I and I think that we will have a lot to choose from. <laughs> we'll have yeah, a lot to choose sure. from. Sure. Um so as far as wrapping this one up, uh the what was it? The new world? Did I get that yeah, title? Part two. Yeah. Part two. Part two. Um, what? Let me see. Who was? So we do like who was your favorite? Yeah, favorite, least favorite, and then favorite mm-hmm. thing. Okay. So who was your favorite? My favorite. Um, I would probably have the, the only one who I like that had some sense was Richard, because man, Gary <laughs> did the stupidest. Um. Yeah, I gotta got go with Richard because mm-hmm. nobody else really acted like they had sons. Yeah, like, uh. it was, um, for me, it would be, I can only choose one. Um, I like Dr. Burkhoff in this. Oh, shit. Yeah, I do like him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is my favorite. He's, you know, keeping in character. Um, he doing this, well, I mean, he is doing this for humanity. You know, as far as his, you know, the experiment, but yeah. also I think there's a little selfish tinge in there. I agree. But um, agree. and who's your least favorite? Um, I'm going to go with Matthew only because he hit Isabel. If he hadn't have hit her, she would be my least favorite. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. She just wasn't. She wasn't doing it for me. Hopefully, yeah. she get her stride. But nah, I'm gonna go with Matthew though. Look at my face. I would just keep, I would leave it at that. Um, they they put too much on that character, and that's that's all I'm going to say. Like they put too much, and I don't think it's any fault of the actress, but um, you'll see. As far as least favorite, um, and, and as far and as far as writing and wise, it has to be Isabel. Like there was just like the motivation there for a few things. It wasn't working for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like how they're like we talked about they're depicting her because she seemed knowledgeable enough just uh, to kill people. She seems knowledgeable enough to, yeah. you know, to prefer one parent over the other. Right. You know, and, you know, so enough to like manipulate stuff. It's not just basic baby stuff. And then her <laughs> sister. Did she like hurt her sister? Exactly. Like so. Yeah, so they they them making her into a, a woman baby is really weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she wasn't my favorite for this go around. Um, how about favorite scene? Um, I think I still have to go with the Isabel Lily scene because I can't think. I mean, I think the show itself was good. Mm-hmm. But I think that scene, because it's one of the ones that probably made me really fall for Lily, mm-hmm. is that Isabel Lily goodbye scene. 
Gotcha. Uh, for me, it might be the October 19th revelation mm. and, you know, how people were reacting to it. Um, so that, you know, I think that's, that's, that'll, that's my, that's my favorite scene. Yeah. Yeah. This, oh, this show really got the ball. Like, Lily and Isabel should have been close as hell. Like, yeah, Isabel should have been feeling like they, if they had have just had her as an adult, operates purely off of emotion. Mm -hmm. Like, what she do with her mom in that bookstore with that tornado? Yeah, that man made her uncomfortable. Like, yep. like whenever Lily was in pain, there should have been a window getting blown out. There should have been mm -hmm. lights flickering. Like, I'm like, man, y'all, y'all really Halle Berry stormed her. She should <laughs> And the weed, the weed they got her, which I'm not even going to harp on that because I know how black people, black actors and actresses in Hollywood, when it comes to their hair, it's like, especially back yeah. then, they were on their own. So maybe yep. she, but God damn, she could have yeah. used a, a nice wig, some braids. Like, I don't know. You get that more now than before. Yeah. You know, and even then, yeah, like you, we've heard the stories, you know, yeah. actresses. Having, like you said, having to do their own hair on the set, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah. and you gotta most of these budgets like have millions of dollars behind them, but you can't afford a hairdresser <laughs> from like you can't afford one black, one, one black. black. There's a salon, there's a, there's a salon barbershop combination somewhere in this world, <laughs> somewhere in Vancouver. Black. I, I mean, it's you gotta make the you gotta make the effort, right? But they yeah. made they made Juneteenth a federal holiday, so all that's gonna change, right? Um, well, no, because my <laughs> I'm job. Just joking. I'm uh, joking. No, 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 but let me get this off my fucking chest. Yeah, my goddamn job says, oh, y'all can have that day off, but it has to be a volunteer day. You get one the per calendar right. year. So you, have, I said, what? I looked into it. They said, yeah, you have to volunteer somewhere for That's like seven saying. hours, and you have to show receipt. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. like what you having to show your um your freedman's card? The yeah, fuck out. Get to. the fuck out of here. Yeah, they like I'm they already in Texas, they didn't let us know we were free before everybody else. <laughs> exactly. Give me two more days. But no, I was like, this will be because like even when they announced that, I'm just like, I like it, but I'm just like, but you still the same people who voted for this shit I deny mean. that there was an insurrection, you know, or that they or that black people should not be getting killed, should be able to protest for any, whatever. Mean, so, like I said, it's just like they get, it's a fucking uh, fad for them, which is yeah. weird. So anyway, so I don't know. But um, happy Juneteenth, y'all. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> happy Juneteenth. No, for real. No, nah, they, um, nah, they're about to wild the fuck out. I wish, I mean, if that becomes a federal holiday, I mean, I guess it is about to. I wonder how jobs are going to treat that, and it seems like more more of them are going to do what they're doing at your job than being uh, like, because they don't see it as a truth. They don't understand the significance of it. Yeah, like their Independence Day is July Fourth. Yep, which is problematic in and of itself. Like you know, so like I said, this is where the podcast went for the forty four. Hey, I'm sure it's on brand for one of these upcoming episodes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <'Cause> yeah. <laughs> Hell, the way this show been going, goddamn it! But yeah, this is this, this has been a light in the sky, y'all, man. The, the the fireworks are the light in the sky, you know, for the exactly. fourth, goddamn it, and for the nineteenth of June, whatever shit. 
Be, stay black. No, stay black. And all you white folks, be allies or get the fuck out of the way. No, yeah, we're going to take our promise and then fuck shit up. No. Hey, look, look. I'm going I'm to bring the fucking house down. Um, yeah, man, this, this was cool. This was fun. Yeah, <laughs> we had a good time. This good time, cool. good time. Uh, and shit, I forgot. Well, AL4400 is the hashtag. It's in the show notes. Please use that. Um... If you made it this far, uh, use the hashtag and tell us what's up and say happy Juneteenth. No. There you go. <laughs> uh, please let these folks know where they can find you, follow, and support you online. Yep, you can find me. My website is Robert K. Jeffrey is J-E-F-F-R-E-Y.com, robertkjeffrey.com. Uh, Instagram is the best place to hit me up. It's on, uh, I was going to say it's on the screen, but it's, uh, my tag is robertk.jeffrey, robertk.jeffrey on Instagram. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Those links will be in the show notes. And, of course, me, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else, IG, Facebook, all that good stuff. And uh, hit me up. Use the hashtag AL4400, AL4400. Let us know how you're feeling. You're enjoying the show. Please watch along with us as well. There's a reboot coming down the pipe. Check out all our backlog episodes. Get caught up. Ride this wave with us and go right into that new reboot. And hopefully see more melanin in that motherfucker. That's what I that hope. shit. I hope. Yeah, like I'm. I'm actually. I'm getting hyped about it. Like that. Mm-hmm. I'm getting hyped because because this is my. This is like one of my fandoms. So, yeah. You know. I. I'm. We. We express the concerns about it being on the CW network, but mm-hmm. I'm. I'm low key just trying to keep a positive outlook. Yeah. Um. Especially in the light of something like Superman and Lois. Yeah. Oh, I keep. I keep. Yeah, like I said, I keep coming back to that, but I think if that's um, and then also they've had other shows on there like All American, yeah, um, which are doing good. So it's um, where we were represented. So um, keep you'll keep your fingers crossed. But um, yeah. I know we'll talk about that too when it comes out too. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Whew, well, um, till next time, y'all. Stay carefree, nerdy, geeky. Stay an ally. Stay with your local forty four hundred slash mutant slash metahuman. And uh, until next time, check us back here, and we out. And, and your character last season, I understand, had was really struggling with yeah, trying to know, understand. He, I don't think he this... really felt like he fit in anywhere. You know, it was pretty much everywhere he turned, he kind of got, you know, strange looks, and he didn't get the best homecoming welcome. Thank you very much, Tom Baldwin. Okay, sorry. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, feelings. he hasn't let it go yet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he pretty much only felt, felt good when he was with this girl, Nikki, his neighbor, who he, you know, fell in love with and blah, blah, blah. But this season, something else happens. He, he, some, because when they, some of these returnees, when they come back, they have powers. Is yeah, that right? yeah, some of them are showing, you know, they, they've developed powers or abilities. Abilities. Do not understand what yeah. it is we're trying yeah. to accomplish here. Uh, and, um, and but this year he's in a much better place. He he goes and he stays at uh, stays with this guy Jordan Collier, who's also a 4400. He's a very powerful man in the universe of the 4400. And uh, he goes and he stays with him. And this ability, he has this healing ability. He can heal people, or he can oh. you know, suck the life substance out of them. It's it's kind of like you know good and bad, yin yeah, yang. It's, right. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty bad. Um, but <laughs> okay, I lost my train. No, uh, no, no. <laughs>
Okay, you have another sip of that coffee. But what I think, what I think that um, bottom line is that what it, I think what this tells us though is that uh, people love not only this human drama that yeah. you talk about, the science fiction of this, but they love a mystery, and that's what, what is unfolding in this. As right? Well, it's a mystery, and also there's it's. Not that big of a stretch right now. I mean, what we found at the end of the last season is it's not aliens that abducted all these people. It's people from the future and mm. sent them back saying that in the future we're in dire straits and you need to, like, take care of things now. Humanity is going Humanity to be extinct. Die. So, you know, with, you know, with technology, who knows? You know, maybe in the future some, they'll be able to do that. In the way we treat the world and our, the oceans and, and our pollution, that, you know, there might be, you know, our future might be in some trouble in the future. Well, it sounds like you so two got hooked into a really good story, a really good script. In fact, it sounds like as you do it, you don't know what's going to happen. No idea. Next. We were on the plane flying out here, and I had the script of the next episode, and I'm like running down the aisle to him, like, this is so good. And as an actor, that's great. You know, it's great storytelling. Right, because then you don't have to work so hard exactly. to make it good. We just stand in front All right, of the camera. well, Joel and Patrick. <laughs> Pleasure to talk to you both. Uh, How's the coffee? Is we, it working we need to, for you? We need to say Scott Peters' name, the creator okay. of the creator show. show. Scott Peters. Scott Peters. He'll love that. <laughs> I think you the punched coffee's great, by the way. <laughs> okay. exactly. And you can catch the season premiere of the 4400. Thank you for that. You. This Sunday night at 9, 8 central time on the USA Network.